And I'm Danica. Welcome to After the Athlete Podcast. We discuss a variety of topics from struggling with the transition from sport into the real world, re-identifying yourself beyond being an athlete, and everything in between. We've come to realize that although these topics seem to be common among retired athletes, they're not talked about very often. So that is what we are here to do. If this is something that relates to you, stick around and let's get into it. All right, everyone, welcome to our first episode of our After the Athlete podcast. Um, This first episode, we're just going to introduce ourselves really quick, um, give the purpose of this podcast and why we decided we wanted to create it. Um, We'll get a little bit more into our uh, deeper backgrounds and our um, experiences as athletes, but quickly, we're just going to give a brief introduction. So I am Lexi. I'm 24 years old. I ran cross country and track in college. I went to Oregon State University. I'm Danica. Um, I am also 24 years old, um, and I cheered at Colorado State University here in Fort Collins. I'm Brooke. I'm the grandma of the group. I'm 28 years old, and I played volleyball and basketball at Clarkson University, which is in upstate New York. So now we're all just former college athletes trying to navigate the world. And a little bit about us before we get in individually is that we all met through um, F45, which is a functional hit training team training gym. Um, what's great is that Lexi is actually a coach there. Danica and I are members. So we all kind of came together from going to 5.30 a.m. classes. There's about 10 of us that were consistently there, just became a friend group all together started chatting, hanging out more. And as the three of us spent more time together, we realized that we just had a lot more in common, um, kind of going down the same path. We went through a lot of same and different struggles throughout our you know, collegiate athletic careers and now afterwards. Um, so it's fun. So listen on. So basically the purpose of this podcast and kind of why we wanted to start it is As we talked more, like Brooke said, we realized we shared a lot of experiences that were similar in as far as like the struggle of going from being an athlete and having a super structured workout regimen and plan every single day and then just moving into the real world and just no one really prepares you for a lot of the things that you have to deal with. Um, And so in this podcast, like in future episodes, we'll talk about all of these things um, and more. We're going to talk about learning to enjoy working out again, um, being burned out from your sport and how you can kind of get back into a place where you actually enjoy working out, Um, making friends and developing relationships when you're no longer part of a team, which is we've talked a lot about something we've all really struggled with. And I think a lot of people don't talk about it because it's like no one really wants to say that it's hard to make friends, but it definitely (laughs) is, especially like after or like during the pandemic and everything like that. Um, So that's a big thing we'll talk about. We're also going to touch on some body image issues and dealing with changing bodies after your sport, um, entering the work world and corporate America, which I kind of have yet to do (laughs) as a personal (laughs) trainer, but lucky you. Brooke and Danica are definitely killing it in that department. So that episode will be mostly them talking and I'll just be learning. Um, And we're going to talk about just 
overall re-identifying yourself beyond being an athlete and kind of how to detach yourself from that athletic identity that so many of us get roped into um, after spending pretty much your whole life as an athlete. So the reason that we kind of came to this conclusion and why we started after the athlete and came up with the idea of it is we realized altogether that it's a really weird transition that's not really spoken about. Um, and, you know, people go from every single day of their life being in a sport. That's how you identify yourself um, to suddenly, well, my every day becomes work or, you know, getting your master's degree or whatever the case is. And you don't have the outlet anymore. Um, so we kind of started to do our research, um, looked up other podcasts, looked up blogs, um, anything like that, and really didn't find anything um, on this topic. So we really saw that there's kind of a blank space there where people don't talk publicly about what happens um, after you're a collegiate athlete. Um, and we do know like every athlete goes through this in some shape or form. It's not just exiting college. Um, you know, it could be from high school, going into college, not being in sports anymore, um, to people who are in the NFL and, you know, are leaving that professional world and what the heck do you do now? Um, so we really do just want to talk about the fact that these things are normal um, and you're not alone uh, when, you know, these things are happening to you because uh, it can just be a really weird feeling. Um, so we do just want this podcast to mostly just be us chatting about topics, you know, um, just openly. And we kind of want our listeners to just feel like they're in the discussion with us, um, you know, as you listen. So before we get into all the nitty gritty stuff, um, I think this is a great time to uh, have us introduce the three of us on an individual level so you have a little more context of who we are as people. Um, so yeah, Brooke, do you want to go ahead and go first? Yep, I'll go first. Uh, so I actually grew up in Connecticut. I started playing sports probably since I was the age of three, four, playing soccer, basketball, uh, running a lot. And, you know, just throughout that younger age, continued to do that. When I got to high school, my grandpa actually started to teach me how to play golf. So I played volleyball, golf, basketball, and um, soccer all through high school. Um, I was on the varsity team all four years for basketball and the golf team for three years. What's funny is my mom and my dad also played basketball growing up and we all went to the same high school. So um, that was kind of a little fun thing because I played underneath the same head coach that my mom played under uh, back in the day. So that was kind of something unique and special at the same time. And our coach always talks about how similar we were. And that was kind of fun to see, you know, and listen to as well that I got a lot of my style of play from my mom and most likely my dad as well. Um, I have three brothers. They all actually grew up playing hockey as um, I grew up. So I'm a huge hockey fan, grew up all around the ice, um, but I was never allowed to be on skates. So basketball was the sport. As I became a senior in high school, I was starting to look at schools and Clarkson was the perfect one for me. I could play basketball um, at a division three level, but then they actually had a division one men's and women's hockey program. So I got the best of both worlds. I got to play the sport I love and watch competitive hockey. Um, after my first 
year at Clarkson. Um, I had a successful freshman year playing basketball. I actually decided to play volleyball um, that following year. So I was starting um, volleyball my sophomore year and all three years up until senior year, we were um, NCAA regional champs, um, elite eight. We made it to the elite eight all three years. And then I was playing basketball as well. Um, basketball has always been my number one sport. I love it so much um, that once I graduated with my undergrad, I stayed an extra two years to get my MBA and I was the assistant basketball coach as well. Um, so transitioning from being a friend and a teammate to now a leader, mentor and coach, that was something really hard. And I bet there's a ton of people out there that have done that and don't understand, you know, the struggle and the maturity that that brings. But, you know, it's a lot in a short period of time. And that's something that we can talk about a little more in detail later on. Um, but after those two years, once I graduated with my MBA, I wanted to move out to Colorado. And it's where I've been now for five years. I'm obsessed with this place and the state and how fit everybody is and how active and outdoorsy. Um, so my first job actually in Colorado was working at Colorado State with the women's basketball program. I started off as the player of development. Um, and then a short eight months later, I was transitioned to director of operations. And that's just somebody that literally does all the behind the scenes stuff for the team, um, travel, food, you name it, I did it. Um, and it was such an awesome experience and opportunity that I had. And that's just something that, you know, coming from an athlete to a coach and then to that role, there's so many steps and learning materials in between that, you know, sports is just so incredible and there's so much growth from it, not only as an athlete, but, you know, in the realm of things as well. But now I am actually out of the sports world and just trying to identify myself through fitness, through F45 and just finding ways to help others through my experiences and, you know, possibly getting back into that. Nice. <laughs> You're a cool person. You are a cool person. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm Danica, um, and I grew up in Golden, Colorado, so only like an hour away from Fort Collins, where we are now. Um, and I started off with gymnastics and dance, um, particularly gymnastics from the age of zero, because um, my dad was a coach before my parents had me, um, so he basically taught me how to do a somersault before I could walk. Um, and then I kept doing gymnastics and dance until probably I was like 11, 12 years old. Um, and then, I mean, I got really burnt out of it and everything. Um, I went to an elementary school where literally all I did was gymnastics with no electives. We would go to gymnastics from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. school and then gymnastics again from 3 p.m. to 7 or 8 p.m. Um, so that can burn a child in third grade out very quickly. Um, so after I stopped, I really didn't know what to do with myself. And I knew I wanted to stay in sports, um, but just didn't know what. And so I tried out a lot of really random sports and things, um, even like 
the trampoline and tumbling, like the acro classes. Um, that didn't really work out so well. Um, but my mom brought up the idea of cheer to me and I was like, no, like cheerleaders, no. Um, but I also had a very different picture of cheer in my head. Um, so I went to one, you know, all-star cheer practice and then was in love, thought it was so fun. Um, I got to fly in like a fir my first stunt where, you know, people lift me in the air. Um, so that kind of sold me on it. Um, and then I kept doing competitive cheer from 12 to 18 years old. So like sixth grade until I graduated high school. Um, I never did high school cheer never had cheered for a team before um so like competitive cheer it's also called all-star cheer uh so you really don't cheer for a team you only compete and travel for competitions you don't do actual cheers it's just all skill based uh, and then i thought i was gonna be done after high school i thought there was no way that i was going to go into college cheer and do that game day presence and all of that stuff um so then my friend decided to convinced me like a week before tryouts to um, try out. And so we were gonna be at a competition. So I had to submit a video tryout um, and just kind of made it. My mom filmed it on my iPad for me. Um, so I tried out at Colorado State University at the last minute and made it. Um, and I ended up cheering all four years in college, um, which was cool as my first game day experience. And I ended up loving it. My body was kind of over competitive cheer um, and all that it did to it. So I just got to have fun with it. Um, and college is also when I really started getting into running um, and when I started running half marathons um, like every year. And then um, just on the you know college side of it, I majored in business marketing and then I also had a minor in sports management through um, it's called at CSU, the Denver Broncos Sports Management Institute, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I ended up not doing anything with that because I graduated in 2020, right during a pandemic when there was no marketing for sports. Um, but now, fast forward, I have been in the real world for two years, um, working in digital marketing at, um, you know, a digital marketing firm, web design, SEO, social media, um, and I am an SEO team lead there. Um, and then, you know, I've just found a different love for working out again um, outside of cheer. I continued running. Um, I've been, you know, loving F45 and the HIT style workouts, especially when you get to do it with other people, you know, at 5.30 in the morning, but <laughs> it's fun. Um, and I'm also training for my first marathon, kind of like Brooke, um, in the fall. And that is where I am now. Oh. Yes, Danica. <laughs> it's so funny because I was the one that ran in college and now Brooke and Danica are training for a marathon and I'm like, I want nothing to do with well, it. We're trying to convince you. <laughs> I know, they're working on it. For um, the medal. <laughs> for the medal. Uh, just to say I did. Yeah. Um, so I am Lexi. I was born and raised in Littleton, Colorado, um, which is just a little bit south of here in Fort Collins, the suburb of Denver. Um, and I, similar to both of them, grew up around sports as well. Um, my dad played both baseball and basketball at the University of Denver. And my mom was like a cardio endurance queen. She did like a ton of like stair-stepping competitions. She 
taught aerobics classes up until the, I believe the Thursday or Friday before I was born. And I was born wow. on a Sunday. Yeah, she's a baller. Um, but they basically wanted me to try my hand at sports as well. So they put me into soccer pretty much as soon as I could walk. Um, and I also played tennis, basketball, and a little bit of volleyball throughout high school. Um, mostly just because I was tall for my age and <laughs> the <laughs> volleyball coach was like, you gotta, you gotta try. Um, but basketball was really my main, ended up being my main sport um, up through middle school and starting high school. Um, so I really wanted to try and make the varsity team my freshman year, which is why I actually ended up getting into running. So I was doing our community 5k race, just kind of as training and trying to get my cardio up. And I ended up winning, um, randomly enough. So the cross country coach at the high school recruited me and was like, you need to come run. And at that point I was already committed to doing fall basketball. So I was like, sorry, buddy, not this year. Um, but I ended up doing track my freshman year of um, high school and kind of just went with running from there. It ended up like being my best sport in high school. And so I kind of just focused more and more on that. Um, I still played tennis my freshman and sophomore year and I did basketball all four years throughout high school because I just really loved it and the seasons worked out that I could. Um, but cross country in the fall, track in the spring, and then basketball in the winter. But running clearly, like I said, became my best sport and my best opportunity to get a scholarship. Um, so I, when I was a junior and started getting some interest from D1 schools as like a 17, 18 year old is pretty, pretty cool. And so basically I just like was like, this is what I'm going to go all in. I'm going to do D1 cross country and track um, and ended up committing to Oregon State the fall of my senior year. Um, and I was there for actually five years. I compete or I was on a team for four um, other than when I was injured, which is unfortunate. But I'll get into that more in later episodes um, because that was definitely something that took a toll on me. But I was there for five years. Um, I was part of the first Oregon State cross-country team to make nationals, um, which was a really, really fun part of my um, experience there. And I also was able to individually qualify for the NCAA West Regional Track and Field Meet um, in the 5K, where I ran my personal best time of 1611 which just like, I know, I know, right? I don't even feel like that was me. Like, I'm like, I don't, I, that's what I run two miles in now. <laughs> yeah, but back in the day. Um, but anyway, my fifth year, um, I was there because I was completing my second bachelor's degree. Um, my first was in exercise science, and then I just had a few credits to finish up. So I decided to stay that fifth year um, and get my second degree in psychology. Um, I decided, even though I had the option to compete that fifth year, I decided not to, um, and I'll also get into that, but if you couldn't tell, I was a little bit burned out, um, so I think mentally and physically it was a good decision, but I definitely struggled with the transition um, uh, from being an athlete, and it was hard that fifth year because I was still at Oregon State and around my teammates and living with them, 
Um, but I wasn't like technically on the team anymore. So even though I chose not to be, it was still like that kind of awkward, like you're there, but you're not really on the team anymore. So definitely struggled a little bit with that. Um, and just trying to find my place now that I was no longer an athlete and not really knowing what to do. Um, which basically we'll kind of each get into that more in later episodes about what that was like for us, um, trying to transition and find ourselves outside of sport. Um, but after I finished at Oregon State, I moved back to Colorado and I'm currently living here in Fort Collins with my sister. I'm pursuing a master's degree um, through a remote program in sport and performance psychology. Um, which I'm really passionate about basically as a result of my own experiences, I've just become super passionate about mental health and, um, especially for athletes, current and former, because it's obviously something that's becoming more talked about, but still not super talked about. Um, I actually made my own podcast over quarantine when I was bored and <laughs> no one to talk to us. Like I'll just talk to myself in a microphone. Um, and I kind of just shared my own like mental health story and I had interviewed a couple other athletes who wanted to share their mental health stories as well. And it, it was really fun and I really enjoyed it, but I just, once quarantine was kind of over and I got back being busy with school and everything, I just kind of fell off track. So I'm excited that picking it back up with, um, Brooke and Danica now and just starting a new thing because it's, it's really fun to kind of talk about these things that we're all passionate about. Um, but outside of that, I am, like they said, I'm a certified personal trainer and I'm a coach now at F45. And I've just loved the team training community aspect of it. Um, I think we can all agree it's fun to kind of have like a little community after coming from sports teams and having your teammates there just kind of as automatic built-in friends. But then um, transitioning to finding friends outside of sport has really been hard. So F45 has been a great, um, a great way to do that. And I'm lucky I've found them. I think this podcast is just going to be like half plug for F45. <laughs> just like, it's awesome. Come. Um, but yeah, that is me. Um, and that is kind of all three of us, just a quick intro. Obviously you'll get to know, know more about us as we keep, um, making these episodes and talking more about our own stories, but we're excited to bring you guys new topics. And we're also planning on featuring some really cool guests, um, including other former athletes and mental health professionals, and just a bunch of other people who will closely relate to these topics and can share their own knowledge and experiences. So we are really excited to see where this goes. I mean, we've been talking about this for a while now. <laughs> it's been a while in the making. <laughs> yeah. And just to continue talking about these things, because we just think that this whole aspect of, you know, after the athlete is really important and again, untalked about. Um, so if you agree, make sure to subscribe, follow along with us on Instagram. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode. We hope we didn't scare you away and hope that you come back. Um, so thanks. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs>
Follow us on Instagram at After the Athlete Podcast to keep up with us and get updates with future episodes. Be sure to tune in next time as we continue to discuss what comes after the athlete.